the action Aotearoa podcast series. This series is brought to you by Eight Broke Students. Say hello, everyone. Kia ora, I'm Hayley. Hi, my name's Maddie. And I'm Lauren. Kia ora, I'm Joe. I'm Bridget. Kia ora, I'm Brianna. Hello, I'm Chris. Kia ora, I'm William. And kia ora koutou. Hello everyone, I'm Dr Elspeth Tilly. We're all from the Creativity in the Community class at Takunanga Kipiruhuroa, or Massey University. We hope you enjoy our Climate Change Theatre Action podcasts. We will be delivering five podcast episodes, including four audio play performances. Us in the Past, Sammy and Gran, Bridging the Gap and Love Out of the Ruins. We chose these plays because they speak of resilience, cooperation, community, personal strength and accountability. These are the key ideals that we believe will guide us out of the current climate crisis and pave a way towards a brighter, more sustainable future. We are turning these ideals into action by raising awareness and funds for Parakori, an Aotearoa-based organisation which aims to educate and advocate from a Māori worldview for a world without waste. If you would like to donate, please head over to www.parakori.māori.nz forward slash donate. Without further ado, sit back, relax and enjoy the podcast. Hi, I'm Chris and I voice half the characters in this play. Kia ora, I'm William, and I voice the other half of the characters in this play. This play was written by Nathan Ellis, a UK-based playwriter. Although originally written for the stage, we have taken the unaltered script and are presenting it in an audio-only format. This play is about a group of people cooperating in the building of a metaphorical bridge, a bridge that connects them from A to B, and allows them to move forwards in response to the ongoing climate crisis. Enjoy and stay tuned for our post-play discussion. Once upon a time, on a day much like today, in a place much like this one, a group of people, human beings, joined together to speak as one. They spoke the same words. At the same time. Words they'd never read before. But had decided to read out loud. And decided to tell a story. I don't like this. I'd rather we spoke separately. Why? Well, it's always frustrating talking as a group. And some people aren't talking at all. I don't see why we can't just read in our heads. I think it's fun! It's so modern! I hope it's not long. I understand this sort of thing isn't for everyone, but it's short. Won't take long. And when we're done, we can go back to talking as individuals. Okay. I wonder what the story is. One day, some people decided to build a bridge to get from A to B. They set about it very carefully. On a very hot day, when the river was low and the sun was high and bold in the sky, 
A group of people toiled in the sun, trying to figure out how the heck to get the stones to stay upright on top of each other, patting each other on the back whenever things went well, being very dramatic and angry when things didn't go well. And by the end of a few days, they had a bridge connecting A to B. That's how bridges get made. Someone decides they need to get something from A to B and imagines a world where A is connected to B. And then the whole other people work very hard to make that happen. The oldest bridge in the world still in use is from 850 BC. It is still standing in Izmir in Turkey. It is a stone bridge with a big arc in the hot sun. 850 BC, I don't need to tell you clever people, was when Homer the Greek poet was alive. And he was from Izmir. So we can imagine Homer with his big beard, because he was so old and wise, walking over this stone bridge on a really very hot day. The people who built the bridge in Izmir were doing it for very practical reasons. A to B. There was no bit in their minds that said, in nearly 3,000 years, a person who owns a lot of books will tell a group of people about this bridge. Nobody thought that as they lugged the huge stones and did all the things that people do to build a bridge. Imagine if this bridge was here in 3,000 years. It would have been really weird if someone had thought that, or said that out loud. Everyone would have laughed and thought they were really weird, particularly Homer, because he had a great sense of humour and was always laughing at other people and cracking great jokes, uh, probably. The people who built the bridge in Izmir 2,850 years ago weren't trying to solve a crisis. They were trying to make things better, easier. Get from A to B. I crossed the bridge in Izmir once on a sunny day. I don't mean I crossed it in 850 BC. <laughs> I'm not that old. I crossed the bridge a few years ago on holiday. It was fine. The fridge magnet I got was not very nice. A bridge is an imaginative object. We can all imagine bridges in our minds. And these bridges might never have existed. But the ability to be imagined is transformative. And what we know from the bridge at Izmir is that bridges last a very long time. There are all sorts of boring, practical desires. <sighs> I need a haircut on the other side of that river. I need to see my partner. On the other side of that river. Perhaps the world is completely different on that side of the river. And those kinds of boring, practical desires to build bridges can lead us forwards.
Imagine it is 2,870 years in the future, and a group of human people meet as a group, and agree that they need a new bridge, and they will look at the bridges, the practical decisions we have taken right now, us in the past, them in the future. Imagine what they might say. Once upon a time, on a day much like today, in a place much like this one, a group of people, human beings, joined together to speak as one, to speak the same words at, at the, the same, same time. time. Words they'd never read before, but had decided to read out loud. We come at the end of a line of... 100 billion people. 10,000 generations of human beings. And all their collective work. And at the end of that line is us. And it is up to us whether there will be a bridge or not. All we have to do is imagine. I hope you enjoyed that performance of Us in the Past. We'd just like to have a little breakdown of our thoughts and a little discussion about how the play went. Chris, did taking part in this production make you think any differently about climate change? Maybe a little bit. Um, it certainly gave me a better appreciation for climate change theatre and the importance of getting a message out there through art and performance. This production in particular helped me think about the idea of compassion in, um, as an important factor of tackling climate change instead of an aggressive back and forth. Right, so it wasn't sort of so confrontational. Yeah, it was quite collective, community-focused. All, all the characters in this, they are very reflective of real people, and it's got a, that nice spread of voices where you can imagine these people in your life and think about how they would be responding to a message like this, which I, I quite like about this play. But similar to you, I, I didn't really feel my thoughts about climate change changed or um, how I think about it. Do you think audio plays can help to inform people about climate change? Uh, I think it can, like, because it's uh, quite well, actually, because it's such because audio is such a passive medium that you don't really need to be, uh, you don't need to stop what you're doing to listen to it. And so it can, you can be doing other tasks and um, have the have audio uh, podcast on in the background and just engage with that. Audio podcasts are quite unique in their ability to inform people because they integrate well into your normal life instead of it being something that you actively have to consume. This is just playing sort of devil's advocate, though. Do you think because it is that passive medium, that you are able to maybe not pay so like close attention to it. it might just be something that is just going on and you're not really engaged with it because with a with a say a play or a street performance you are arrested by it it keeps your attention there because you have to stay in place to see it do you reckon that works with like an audio play i think the difference between the two is that if you're going to 
watch a live play or street performance is you only get one shot at understanding what's happening but with an audio podcast i can listen to it more than once as well as like shareability that you can be like oh i listened to this great podcast while i was washing the dishes i'm going to tell my friend about it and they can access it really easily what do you want the audience to take away from this i think this piece in particular seems to be about capturing a sense of community and togetherness in the face of climate change. The play itself felt quite light, like a fairy tale, and that these interesting characters were all coming together and being cooperative instead of fighting each other on the issue. There isn't that antagonism in it, really. It's more of just the encouragement of the message. I think that's really important for an audience who maybe doesn't know that much about climate change or isn't that aware of of the issue to not just have people shouting at each other from across the stage to have a piece that talks about the importance of collaboration i think is really important and i think this whole project has been about understanding differences in people and that climate change can be combated by individuals and by a collaboration of those individuals that's what i would like the audience to to take away from both this play and from the project as a whole what I want people to take away is just to be more aware of environmental issues. Like, because I, I always want people to be thinking about how they can help improve their behaviors or what they might do to uh, engage with being more environmentally friendly. I think the point you brought up about individual action is a very strong one, just because we're we're all in this together, but little things you do count. Thank you to everyone who has tuned in to our Climate Change Theatre Action Aotearoa podcast. We hope you have heard the positive message about climate change action that we have communicated through interviews and performances. Remember to listen to all our other episodes too. I would like to remind you that we are raising money for Parakori, an Aotearoa-based organisation which educates and advocates from a Māori worldview for a world without waste. If you're looking for a way to make a real difference to climate change action, please head over to www.parakore.maori.nz forward slash donate and support this great cause. Once again, we thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed Climate Change Theatre Action Aotearoa as brought to you by eight broke students from the Massey University Creativity in the Community class of 2021.